It's the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Loveless Fine Photography, Jay Mullins Jewelry, Carpets by Osborne, and Chick-fil-A. Welcome in to our coach's conversation here with uh, Riverdale coach Will Kreisky joining us here this morning. And uh, coach, a, a, a rare late season Friday night uh, open here for you last night. How'd you uh, take in uh, the fall weather or did you go to a game? How'd you spend that night? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a rare Friday night. Um, we, went, we actually went and watched um, – uh, Mount Juliet in Hendersonville. We didn't know <clears throat> that region was all, man. It was, I didn't find out till for sure till about six o'clock this morning that I was playing Wilson Central. I knew that was a possibility. And Wilson Central played uh, Station Camp last night. Um, and Station Camp's really down this year. So we decided just to go over and watch uh, some Mount Juliet Hendersonville, which was a really good game. Um, so, um, yeah, it was a rare night. Um, so I don't know. It's it's been a rare season, but <laughs> our kids have responded well all year long, um, and they did great. You know, we go in all the way into Wednesday morning, preparing for Coffee County, and then find out through social media from my cheerleading coach that uh, our game was canceled. So that was uh, that was something I've never experienced before. Um, but again, everything's been a lot of unknowns this year. So uh, we're we just keep going, man. Just go back to work. That's what we did. We got back to work Wednesday afternoon and just started working on Riverdale football. Yeah, you know, I I, I find this in this world that that we're in the the information that's being disseminated. Sometimes you you have to do a lot of checking to make sure, but just the way that it's put out there, what um, was was odd, you know. And uh, I found out from our uh, radio broadcasting friends down there, and I thought. Well, goodness, I haven't seen this anywhere else, and uh, all of a sudden, it's it's true. And uh, you know, I talked to someone about COVID being the uh, the invisible opponent uh, as well. It's like you're playing two teams at once this season, isn't it? Yes, sir. And and you really feel bad for the kids at Coffee County because it was going to be their senior night. It was their last home game, and you don't want those kids to go out like that. You know, we're in the business for for helping kids and trying to help change lives. I know the ultimate goal is to win the state championship, but we really, we really want to, uh, you know, try to affect these kids in a positive way. And, and if we're truly about these kids, man, you really got to feel bad for the Coffee County football players and their seniors for not being able to finish their season and just unexpectedly take that turn. They, you know, they're prepping and ready to go for Riverdale High School, and then they get a call or get told, or maybe they found out through social media like us, and that, that's not a that's not a way that you want to leave your uh, high school career as a football player. I'm sure it gives you pause and uh, an opportunity to talk to your guys about, you know, not not that we want this to happen, but I mean, it could. It could happen to anybody. That's that's kind of the point of what what all's going on here. Yeah, you know, we've we've stressed this all year long, and then now it's it's really it's it's high stress. I think my coaches don't want anything to do with me and make me stand by myself and get away from me because I worry constantly. I know my family is ready for me to get an apartment and live somewhere else because, you know, I'm I'm on pins and needles, you know, because you don't know when you're going to get that call about somebody or something because the kids are trying to do their best. But at the end of the day, they're still 16, 17-year-old kids and they want to hang out with their friends. You know, I stressed to them this weekend about not only the, 
the danger of Halloween and what kids do on Halloween, but also, you know, don't go to those parties because you don't know what might happen, you know, because it could be one kid there that could give you a symptom and, and it could cause us to shut down. So it's, uh, like I, t- I said earlier, it's different times we're in and, you know, these, you just really feel bad for these teenagers because they're not truly experienced in what a high school sports and what a high school environment's about. <clears throat> like last night, you know, when we were at that Mount Juliet Hendersonville game, it, it, I mean, it was dead. And you, you would think, you know, on a, on a regular season, that would be standing room only for the district title. Yeah, uh, I mean it's 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 just really been a, a very odd year in that respect, and you, you know you have to I guess balance that line of of um, you know being too much of a I don't I don't know if you can be too much of a germaphobe now, but I mean there there has to be some kind of line you walk there between uh, you know what kids could do and and can't do, and and we're we're just trying to learn our way through it, and I know you as coaches like to be have everything laid out and be very methodical with things and this is this has to just drive you nuts oh it drives me insane um but the positive is these kids are getting an opportunity to play you know anytime i want to complain about something or get negative and get mad i just think about the kids last spring who didn't have that opportunity to finish their to even some of them didn't even get to start their spring season so you know, then I got to take take a seat back and be be thankful that these kids are getting the opportunity. These seniors are getting the opportunity to play football, whether it's in a, a a crowded stadium or not. And and the way these kids have been resilient and fought all year long, not just Riverdale, but I think just all the kids around Middle Tennessee, it's it's been very impressive to see. And um, you know, it's uh, like you said, different times, and and these kids are going to be they're going to be a lot stronger because they survived this. Yeah. Will Kreisky joining us as we talk some uh, Riverdale football this morning. Uh, Coach, a couple more things about this, and and then we'll kind of move along. Uh, You know, we have have made a turn here with this COVID stuff in the fact that, you know, if, if this happens week two, week three of the season, you do your quarantine, you come back, and, you know, it, it may change where you are, but you still have more football to play. Well, I mean, if it happens now and you're still playing, the season's over. So it, it's um, it's kind of, um, I guess, even higher pressure for you. It is. It's real high pressure. But you have to we, – we have to thank Mr. Spurlock and, and Ms. Blair and, and all the administration and what they're trying to do to help protect these kids to make sure that – these kids are given an opportunity. I think Mr. Spurlock has done a great job navigating us through this to get us to be able to play a 10-game schedule. You know, unfortunately, we only got to play nine, but there was 10 weeks of high school football laid out in front of everybody in Rutherford County, and he gave us that opportunity starting week one. And then then it, then it falls down to our administration with Ms. Blair and how she's handled it and handled the situations in school and the, how she's handled it with the admin to help us get through this. So. We have to be positive about the opportunities we were given in front of us, and, and we're very thankful for that. And, and then now we just got to keep the precaution. You know, we can only control what we can control. Um, I wish I could be like the colleges or the NFL and put these kids up in a bubble, but I can't do that. Um, you know, and it's frustrating when you see Stewart's Creek had a few tests positive, and then, you know, Nick Saban supposedly test positive. Well, then he was able to coach the game. You know, we're not we're not that fortunate. We don't have that luxury to do that, to say they got, you know, and I'm not going to get into all that, but I'm just saying we don't have that luxury. And, and it's just sad, and, and you just really, really feel bad for Coach Cardell and, and the Stewart's Creek 
Yeah, most most certainly. And and uh, you know, you find out um, what on Wednesday was there any thought about trying to pick up another game? Did you think, well, you know, at this point it's it's going to be hard? And I know week eleven it's it's hard to find a lot of games because most people are playing region. Uh, kind of, what was your thought process into that leading into an open date? Well, I was I was looking into it. I just me being a guy that likes to just keep everything in the same routine. I was like I was really wanting to see what was out there um, and, and see you know try to put some feelers out there. Um, I know Smyrna had an open week. But we kind of already we played each other, so I don't really think we saw that was deemed necessary. Um, but you know we looked around, and, and then by the end of the Wednesday night, I just kind of. When I'll move forward and, and, and figured that we would just use this as off week and, and get these kids uh, rested, healed, ready to go, and, and bring them back in. You know, we brought them in, lifted them, did some walkthroughs on Thursday, gave them yesterday off, and then we'll bring them back in on a Sunday afternoon and, and get going on Wilson Central. Well, I know that you'd rather play, and, and I'm sure this is yet another thing for you to worry about. I kind of see you as a worry wart, you know, <laughs> having a week off, not playing right before the first round of the playoffs, et cetera, et cetera. But there are some positives about this. You do get a few more days of, of rest and, and get some dings and dents uh, ready to go for what will be a, a brutal playoff run here for you. Yes, <clears throat> yes sir. And uh, we, uh, you know, we were able to, <clears throat> excuse me, rest a little bit and, and and get some things, get some guys held up and get some bruises held up. And, and so, you know, in our area, in our quad with the playoffs, it's it's just survive in advance. I mean, it's 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 brutal schedule for anybody. For for you know, you play the Mount Juliet, the Hendersonville, the Wilson Central roster. They're they're good from top to bottom. So it's going to be tough each week, each round for all these opponents. And, and you know, we just hope we can survive this next Friday night. Well, um, let's talk a little bit about uh, Wilson Central. They are the the three seed, and you know, one thing uh, extra that COVID has done is you know you've got this team with uh, eight region games and this one with six, so it, it took a little longer for those brackets to come out and know who's playing who. But uh, the 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 Wildcats wound up the third seed, and you will host them on uh, on Friday night, uh, a team that's had some success in in recent uh, history and a good season this year so far. Yeah, they've had a lot of success. Coach Debman has been there for a long time. Um, I think he he was back there when I was – maybe he took the job when I, I took some years at Mount Juliet, and, and I know he was he was in that – at the school. I don't know what year he actually got the job, but he's been there for a while, and he's done a great job, and he's done a really, really good job with that program. And, and they've had a, an exceptional year. You know, they played Mount Juliet close, 10-7. to 7. Uh, Had a couple of turnovers early, which cost them. Um, I know they beat a good Lebanon team, played Hendersonville tight, um, and they had a big shootout against Laverne. Um, I mean, that was a big game, and so they're they're a talented football team, and they, their quarterback's really good, and they have an offensive lineman that is uh, highly touted, being recruited by some big name schools, and the running back runs really hard, and and they have some receivers that can go up and catch the ball and make some moves, and and, and dangerous in the secondary. So you know we we got to do a good job of stopping, and we got to stay focused on, on our job and and do what we're supposed to do. Well, a, a lot is is made year in and year out about uh, Region Three, uh, of course the the region our, our teams are in, and uh, also uh, Region Six over in Williamson County. But uh, all of the Middle Tennessee regions, you you mentioned uh, the opponents here that we take on in Region Four. Um, 
you, you know, it, everybody keeps stepping up their game a little bit. I mean, I think it gets harder and harder every year. What What's your overall view of of how um, how it is here in Middle Tennessee with high school football? Well, I think uh, just like you said, I think just as a whole, Middle Tennessee football has really taken the next step. I think we're from head to toe, top top to bottom. We have a lot of good high school football teams in Middle Tennessee and the Middle Tennessee area. And, and I don't think I think with there's a few teams that are, are uh, notch above the others, but other than that, there's a, a whole group of teams that are right there that can win on. You play ten times, you know, it's it may go five and five with each team, and uh, it's it's impressive to see and, and to see how much Tennessee football has grown over the years. Yeah, I, I mean, I just look at these playoffs and see a Franklin team that you played earlier in the season, and and they get in as a as a four seed. I mean, uh, I, there's some pretty tall cotton here in Middle Tennessee six A football for sure. And uh, good thing, Coach, um, you'll be at home. It's been a while since you've been able to play uh, an opening round playoff game at your place. Yeah, it's been since 2016. We were. That year we were fortunate to play Bearden at home. So, you know, I stress that to the kids. That was one of our goals this year was to be able to uh, play a uh, home game, home playoff game. We haven't had that opportunity. And I'm proud of these seniors for leading these kids and getting them, letting these other kids be able to experience a home playoff game. Because, you know, now that you look at it, you talked about all the COVID situations. This will be our seventh game at home. And that's pretty neat and pretty special for these kids to have this opportunity to play seven home games at, at Riverdale. Most certainly. Well, Coach, uh, as always, I appreciate your time here this morning. And uh, good luck against those Wildcats. Let's uh, keep this thing going. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. That's Will Kreisky joining us here on the Prentice Also Heating and Air Coach's Corner, as always, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. When we come back, we're talking some Smyrna Bulldog football after this. Loveless Fine Photography is the official school photographers for Blackman, Central Magnet, MTCS, PCA, Rockvale, Siegel, and Stewart's Creek. And you can best